This episode may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and comes from the safe haven of self-isolation. Welcome to episode 90 of Movie Drone. I made it back. I am still Steve. And I'm still Mark. And my badly timed app expired last night and I made it. You did? I you made didn't it. die from Countdown? No, it just come up like system failure or something and then I was still here. I was out here? Yeah. So it's not just a marketing tool then for uh, for Countdown, the well, film? No, apparently. It didn't do anything. It didn't, it didn't, didn't do play anything. a trailer. No, I, f- I did worry once the global pandemic hit and I was down to days. Um, but apparently I'm all right okay. <laughs> at the moment. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody does know due to the coronavirus uh, pandemic, I suppose it is a pandemic mm. now. It wasn't when I went away, really, was it? It wasn't no, too bad yeah. when I went away. No. I mean, Jesus, it was a bit like... Not even uh, made out the else now. No, I know. So it, hence we are on Skype or I am on Skype. You're actually doing everything today. I You've am. got the whole caboodle. Two the, laptops, mixing desks, mics, leads... I mean, I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit scared. I'm not quite sure whether it's what's going to happen, what what sort of recording we're going to get out. To be fair, the one that you've just sent me has only comes out of one earphone. I don't know what's going on, but it'll be weird. So I obviously sound a bit weird. Um, So there you go. Yeah, I'm scared, mate. I will never live it down if it's not right. (laughs) I know. I just won't edit it. So when you eat, unless you want to edit it as well, I mean, you can Mm, never go. No. Right, so um, how have you been, mate? I mean, I have not seen you. We've had a little Skype call, haven't we? I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's been been quite... We did a, been keeping... a test Skype call and everything went well. Yeah, yeah, until you started taking your clothes off, which yeah. was obviously a bit too much. But uh, there you go. You always ruin stuff. Mm-hmm. How have you been, mate? I mean, I haven't seen you in person for weeks. I've been all right, mate. I had I had the same week off you had. All right, so yeah. So I was at home, um, news for the podcast, building a new movie drone um, studio, if you like. Hut. 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 Shed. Shed. <laughs> yeah. Um, building that. And I was getting along lovely. Got called in for a meeting at work. I ain't been there, mate. I've no, got, no. Got, can't even remember the last date I went to work. It was like no. weeks ago. Oh, no. We're all I mean, shut I... down. We're all in isolation. No one can leave the house. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird, yeah. I mean, I had to cut my holiday short, yeah. as you know. Uh, I mean, that was going to happen anyway, wasn't it? Well, we didn't particularly know. I mean, we went all the way up there, and uh, and it wasn't too bad. But sort of a couple of days into it, um, everything sort of shut, um, and we managed to get a few days out shut of it. Shut or wasn't and, open in the first place? No, no, it was all open when yeah. we went. We had a confirmation that they was all staying open, and then we got all the way up there. So I had about a 12-hour drive back um, one day because literally couldn't find anywhere to stay, so we had to drive all the way back. But we got a nice few days. Thank you very did, much. Did you have um, enough time to visit any gift shops? No, oh. <laughs> you've got fuck all. Oh, I mean, I've got, I've got something that might make you happy though. Right? Mm. I've got, I've, I'm going to tell you about the highlight of my holiday. I mean, obviously, it was it was nice spending a bit of time away with Doug and and Jill. Um, I was obviously doing the driving, which means that Jill had to obviously have some jobs. So, mm. uh, which she obviously done a bit of cooking. That was lovely of her to done that. The other job that we actually said was hers was filling the water up. 
I yeah. mean, fairly easy job, do you yeah. know what I mean? Bit of a hose pipe in there. Um, and she got the chemical toilet. Now, I don't know if you... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been um, camper vanning or whatever. And you'd think that they would actually have a better way of doing it now. It is the most primitive way uh, of changing a toilet. So you do actually like poo into what I can only assume is some form of like jerry can, isn't it? You put yeah, chemicals yeah, down. Yeah. And they haven't got any better system other than taking said jerry can of poo and tipping it down a big hole in a shed on a campsite. <laughs> And, I mean, I've got to be honest, mate, it was the funniest thing, best thing of the holiday Gagging. for me. It's like, oh, no, she was, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were playing, basically, I was asking her if she would possibly play the guess what dinner that was as it went past. <laughs> um, but, but she didn't seem that keen. And I think that um, Sweet Call Night ruined that, that oh, game. So, um, so, yeah, it was just brilliant. Is grim. <laughs> was it long drop territory? Yeah, basically. You basically were tipping mine and Jill's poo out of a hole in a chemical toilet down another hole. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was amazing for me. I was outside, uh, tried to lock the door on there a few times to shut her in, but amazing game. Hot yeah. Highlight of the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> she was gutted to come back to a flushing toilet then, yeah? She was, yeah. And I mean, obviously she's a bit more gutted to come back. I've been joining all the streaming services, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was off for Mainly a couple on of... my accounts. I know, I've joined everything. I know. <laughs> I've got a streaming service. I keep I getting even, emails coming through. You've got your free trial on this. And I'm thinking, have I? <laughs> I even joined the WWE. I don't even like it. <laughs> <laughs> because it was free for a month. So when know. you forget to cancel them all. I've got, oh, no, oh, no, I can't do that. I'll get told off. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was basically the holiday. Now I'm back to work, mate. Key worker, you know. Yeah. So uh, back to Apparently work. I'm not as key as I thought I was. No, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's about it, mate. That's yeah. about the oddity. But you've got fuck all. No, no, absolutely nothing. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. You can make it up to me. I don't know how. Just call it the big Easter egg you've got me. Oh yeah, no, yeah. We're not allowed to buy it. Non-essential, is it? Oh. That's my that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give it to you anyway. No, no, mate. But there you go. Um, all right, mate. So there you go. Um, you ain't done nothing else, have you? No, I've just been busy um, doing the missus. She's got a like a beauty salon. <laughs> Not doing the missus, doing the missus's beauty salon. Um, doing the movie drone studio, getting all that done, digging uh, trenches, wiring shit, <laughs> screwing stuff. Oh dear, nice opening to that. Mate. Well done. So after, I mean, have you got any thanks, mate? I've must got, have a list. I've got a list, mate. List, yes. So we've got thanks to Beautiful, Official Rory, Right Stuff Reviews, Elmo, Only Socially Distant, which is, I believe, is the Politics with Dummies guys, um, Tim Hogarth, Ronnie Castle, Movie Journey, Chris Phelps, Collateral Cinema, Little Nick, Saved by His Grace 72, Genuine Chit Chat, Citizen Vlogs and Movie Game Nostalgia, Lewis Anderson, Bernard Deneen, Flickface, What Should We Watch, VHS Strikes Back, Book of Lies and Lee. Have you right? So I've got some special thanks, uh, obviously, to my lovely wife, Jill, for tipping uh, my poo out of the mm. uh, the chemical That's toilet lovely, for the week. That is. Uh, yeah. Fresh Geek Context, Joseph for One Movie Punch, Glyn, Emma at the Movies, VHS Strikes Back, Cinema Recall, Movies on the Way, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Oco Duro, Parlour, Jamie Irwin, Podcast HQ, Ryan, Cassie, Sophie, Lisa, Mouse and Weens, WTM, Watches Movie and Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, 143, Sharp the Podcast and Cinema the Seventh Art. And basically that's for all the people that have just been interacting and keeping me sane whilst I was uh, 
in the Highlands. Yeah, and actually retweeting the Movie Drone Light episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Some dodgy I mean, sentences in them. Was it? We didn't know what was happening, did we, at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest, I've not listened to those ones no. since the comeback. I was a no. bit worried about listening. I know that the continuity wasn't too good, but so there you go. We gave it a go. Yeah. Much the same as we're doing tonight, yeah. even though this is going to be a shambles as well. <laughs> so, okay then, mate. Right, I've got promo. Cool. In a world of video stores and late fees, when movies ain't what they used to be, one podcast will change the world. They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video. And things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and screaming will fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. There we go. So that's our good friends, VHS Strikes Back. So Chris and Dave, mm. and they, I, I didn't see the poll. Did you see they put a poll up to see what film to do? Um, it, uh, it had Top Gun in it, which I voted for. Actually, I, I did see it now because I remember you <laughs> tweeting about it. Because <laughs> I want to see if it, they give it better than 7 out of 100 like yeah. I did. So uh, hopefully that one, it was winning by a fair margin. Yeah, so I suppose I'm you've hoping. had one shining grace out of all of this pandemic is that Top Gun's been put back to December, I think. <laughs> I know. I'm quite pleased about that, mate. I've got to be honest. Right, so moving on. Um, well, yeah, I just would say listen to, uh, to Dave and Chris, especially the Top Gun episode, which hopefully will be out soon. Right, okay, mate. So, I mean, I've missed this. Have you? I, I had a lot of fun um, doing the lockdown special. I was shocked at those. A Where couple of them almost sounded similar. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I was uh, queuing in. I mean, it's like dystopian, uh, dystopian world now. Just going shopping here, isn't it? Yeah. Where you have to queue every two meters, and you have to queue miles around. There's only fifty people out in the big supermarkets, so it's all a bit weird. So I actually put the clips episode on in the queue to mm. my local uh, supermarket uh, when I went shopping uh, yesterday. Actually, you, posh, uh, you shop at posh ones, don't you? I do, yeah. Um, and uh, I was pissing myself at some of them. Uh, I'm a wizard, Harry, and all that came up. It's, uh, it was absolutely amazing. So um, so thanks for that. It actually kept me amused in the dystopian oh, queue for my shopping. So um, I, I take it you've got an impression. You've had three weeks to think about it. I'm pretty sure that you're going to give us yes, some I haven't been busy doing anything else, no. No, no, so, so it's going to be like you've probably got quite a few new characters all lined up and everything and no, a big list, and it's it, all going to... No, no, I've, I've borrowed an old one. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I have been really busy. Have you? Yeah, I'm right, doing okay. bits. And I don't know, I, I sat up, couldn't sleep the other night, so I was sitting there at about up past three in the morning doing all my notes, and I was right. doing an impression at up past three, and I was giggling to myself doing it in the early right. hours of the morning. Woke okay. up in the morning, looked at it, and was like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> but let's go with it. 
Okay, mate. Well, okay. This is Mark's movie impression then, everybody, for episode 90. And this is when, is this Jane Gum? Jane Gum, yeah. Jane Gum. Oh, this is when Jane Gum. Buffalo Bill to other people. It is. Met Ronnie Cray. Are you ready? Yes. Terrific. It rubs a lotion on its skin. It does its whenever it's told. What do you mean it rubs a lotion on its skin? It rubs a (laughs) lotion. That's out. It rubs a lotion on its skin, or else it gets a hose again. Who fucking what? Wanker. It places a lotion in the basket. I'll place a lotion somewhere, you fucking wanker. Right inside your mother's arsehole. Wait, was she the great big fat person? Wait, she looked like Freddy fucking Craddock. Put the lotion in the fucking basket. Calm down, touchy. Now, <laughs> sorted. <laughs> Done. Next, move on. Uh, three weeks I've waited for that. Three weeks. Can we end this charade yet? Was that? No, no. What the, the, the clip show was amazing, yeah. honestly. I've had such good f- feedback on it just mm-hmm. to uh, to hear all the uh, the jokes and the impressions again. Were those lines from the film? Lines from the film, um, those ones? The Jane Gums one were. Were they? Okay, yeah. right. Well, thank you very much then, mate, for no, that effort. Um, I'm hoping the shed looks good, it to does. be honest. I think they're looking good. Okay, mate, shall we move on? Absolutely. Okay, this is the Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go. So I believe, if I remember rightly, even though it was such a long time ago, I believe we challenged Jill. We did. On episode 79, did we? 89? Oh, did we? Good, good. <laughs> I did remember. <laughs> um, so we'll see if she comes off in a minute. So um, who are you challenging this week? Well, I thought, seeing as though you challenged Jill because she had to put up with your company, the pleasure of your company, um, seeing as I've been locked in for weeks on end, 24-7, I would challenge someone who's got the pleasure of my company full-time. So I'm going to challenge the missus, Cassie. Okay, right, there you go, Cassie. Yeah, she gets, <laughs> she gets to sit down and watch endless films with me at the moment, listens Who to would... my commentary, telling her interesting facts about them. So she's learnt a lot, so I think <laughs> she can come up with a good question. Who would want to sit in 24 hours a day with you, man? Jeez. She needs it's a medal. scary. She does, yeah. But in the end, she, she gets challenged. Me, so. She's not even held a knife to my throat yet. <laughs> she's not. She's behind you now, actually. Yeah, she so. is. <laughs> oh, I can see the red eyes. <laughs> right, okay, so moving on. Uh, this is the next section. This is a section that we like to call Question Time. Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question, question time. God, it's hard, isn't it, when we're not in the same room? Yeah. We're all Skype lag. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so uh, we I challenged Jill. You did. Did she deliver? She did. She says, hi, Movie Drone. I'm pretty sure most people will have Contagion on their also watch list. and sure there will be plenty of movies about this to come. If you could do a movie about this situation, what would it be called? What would the premise be? Who would be your lead actors and actresses and where and when would it be set? Apparently she's not got the imagination to come up with her own and signs okay. off very formally as Mrs. Roberts. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I have upset her then. Um, I'm not surprised she hasn't come up with her own. She's been too busy. She's actually been baking and that. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's done all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, some of them have been... Uh, better been than a bit the toad in the old attempt then. <laughs> yeah, much better. She's done me another one, did I tell you? No. 
Oh, right. She did it again. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. yeah much oh, better. Quality yeah. told in it. I shamed her into it. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Right. Okay, then, mate. So, um, shall I go first? Please. Okay, so um, I'm yeah, I mean I'm sure everyone has got Contagion on there. Also watched I heard that the Contagion uh, watches and rentals and people you couldn't buy a copy for love nor money. Oh, you yeah. had to share the copy, didn't you? Yeah, well I had one until you stole it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, I've actually had a problem. I've got to be honest. The last few weeks, I actually looked at a group on Facebook um, called Stop Five G UK. Now I've not got anything against. The actual group, some people actually think that um, that 5G should be stopped. Not got a problem with that. But there is an absolute uh, weird thing out there saying that um, coronavirus is made up to cover up the implementation of 5G in, in the UK. Don't know if you know that. Apparently, that's what some people think. I, I The only clue I've had from it is about the 700 shares on WhatsApp. Okay, yeah. So my film is going to simply be called 5G. It's going to be a story of 5G conspiracy and is it a fake virus? Oh, is this like a documentary film or is this an actual... No, it's it's going to be basically the premise is someone's trying to prove that 5G is the main reason for the deaths and that all of the virus is made up by Bill Gates, which is also something that they say. (laughs) Um, It's going to be starring the amazing... British actors who are all behind this conspiracy theory. Amanda Holden. Right. Lee Ryan from Blue. Right. And David Icke as Bill Gates. I and don't know why, mate, but I'm, I'd, I'd want to watch this. <laughs> and it's obviously set in modern day Britain during lockdown. Um, it's going to involve masks burning down. It's going to involve people mistaking smart lampposts for 5G transmitters. It's going to miss. It's going to basically be people cutting out their BT telephone boxes because it contains 5G. It's going to have all that. That's what it's going to be about. I'd watch it, mate. I've got a problem. I can't get off the group. It's killing me, honestly. That's all <laughs> all day. <laughs> You've turned into a Facebook troll. I have. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, what's yours, mate? Mine was going to be called Clusterfuck. Right, okay. But I'm not sure they'd let me have that in the uh, cinema. All right, so I've, I've, I've changed it. It sounds a bit like a Bond film, actually. It's called Comply or Die. How do you know it sounds like a Bond film? Because that's a stupid uh, sort of name they have. <laughs> so Comply or Die. Right. Um, I was going to do a 5G one, but assumed you'd have that. So the premise of mine is that a rushed out vaccine is actually a compliance drug as people are not fucking listening. Right. <laughs> so once people comply, they find they can't or won't actually leave their own homes. Right. The, the drug is so strong. Right. Um, and Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are in it because okay. obviously they've got experience, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're going to be psychologists who are screened worldwide to try and convince people to go out. But it's been a while. So all the world's overgrown and the population is decimated by people who are starved to death in their homes and the countries can't cope delivering food. Because no one will leave because this compliance drug has gone a bit wrong. Right. I'm glad we're cheering people up in lockdown. Modern day worldwide, it's sort of set. So we're flicking around the world. But it's a worldwide problem, yeah. They've rushed out. Everyone's like, oh, I've got to have his vaccine. And then they don't want to leave their houses. Right. You're not allowed to have vaccines if you're a 5G believer. You're not? No. It's the way of Bill Gates tracking you. Oh, Jesus. Um, sorry, let's, I'm not trying to Let's not go to politics with anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Dangerous. I know. I'm not trying to say anything about that, honestly. I don't know the dangers of 5G. I wouldn't pretend to. Yeah, good one, mate. Well yeah. done. 
Thanks. Lots of people starving in their houses. Yes, to death. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for that, Jill. Thank you very yeah, thank much you. for that uh, lovely question. Um, right. After all that, then, mate, yes. uh, do you want to tell people out and contact us on social media? Yeah, absolutely. You can get us on Instagram or Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email at moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. It can indeed. Mm. Cordy, I'm struggling with this over Skype, mate, and it's a bit weird. It does bit feel a bit weird. weird isn't it? I, I don't feel that comfortable. Okay, right. Um, so uh, we watched a film in we amongst did. all this lot. We watched a film. Weeks what did ago. we see? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> what did we see? So we saw a film that's currently eight point one out of ten on IMDb. It's a fifteen two hours twenty eight minutes build as an adventure biography drama, with a synopsis of after graduating from Emory University, top student Christopher McCandless abandons his possessions, gives his entire twenty four thousand dollars savings to charity, and hitchhikes to Alaska to live in the wilderness. Along the way, Christopher encounters a series of characters that shape his life. The fifteen million dollar budget grows in fifty seven million. This was directed by Sean Penn, based on Into the Wild by John Krakauer, starring Emil Hirsch, Marcia Gay Harden, William Hurt, Jenna Malone, Catherine Keener, Brian Dierkarl, Vince Vaughn, Kirsten Stewart and Hal Holbrook. Mm, This was 2007's Into the Wild. Did I bring a clip back with me? Hope so. Of course I did. There are people in this world who go looking for adventure. Christopher McCandless was searching for himself. So you're a leather now. I'm a leather? Yeah, leather tramp. That's what they call the ones that hoof it. Don't you think you ought to be getting a job and making something of this life? I only got one plan. I'm going to Alaska. Alaska, Alaska? We're city Alaska. I'm gonna be all the way out there. Yes, yeah. in the wild. Just, what are you doing when we're there? Now you're in the wild. Just, what are you doing? You're just living, man. I read somewhere how important it is in life not necessarily to be strong, but to feel strong. To measure yourself at least once. Where are your mom and dad? Living their lives somewhere. There we go. Right. So uh, we decided to do this one just basically because I was going into the wild. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get into the wild. So um, I did go to some mountains and stuff, but uh, not for long. So I, I didn't actually really get to experience what I was hoping to experience with this film. But we watched it nonetheless. Yes. So, mate, I am interested in hearing what do you think of 2007's Into the Wild? I love it, mate. Do you? I love it every time. I like it a little bit more. It's the first time I've actually sat down and evaluated it, though. Normally right, I just watch okay. it to enjoy it and actually sitting down looking at it to do some kind of... What, do we do reviews? I'm not sure what we actually do. No. Whatever we do about it, we talk about it. Um, actually thinking about it was a different way of watching it, which I quite enjoyed. Um, even okay. though it is sort of about weird self-imposed self-isolation. It is, yeah. It's, it's certainly a, uh, extreme, yeah. Um, I mean, I've sort of looking at it, when you actually sort of start researching this one, I think, I think you find that people seem to be in two camps on not so much the film, but I think it rubs off on it, So, but on the real-life person. Mm. So there's those who think he was selfish yep. and in the wrong to do what he did, and those who admire what he did yep. and he made the decision. But I also think that that has an effect on people watching the film i think that there's people who 
have the impression that it's a bit artsy and it's made about someone who doesn't deserve it um to the story to be told um and those who actually do like it i've got to be honest i i certainly do like it i think that i mean it's still up there for me um but yeah i I think they do fall into those categories yeah absolutely i think i like to play devil's advocate with stuff like this anyway um and i can see it from both sides on it Mm-hmm. Um, I can certainly see why he was a selfish prick, and I can certainly see why he had that drive to go and do what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah, I say. I after mean, obviously, what he's gone through, but I mean, obviously, we don't know. We only know about the film mm. side of him. We don't know about the real person. Obviously, no, I mean, I found it strange that they've actually got watch, watching it. It didn't highlight the parents in particularly good light. Um, no, and it actually had their input in the film as well. Did it? Which I found was a bit strange the fact that they was involved in it because I don't think yeah. it portrayed them particularly well either I don't think they'd done anything particularly wrong though did they not no, really that's what I said that's part of my comments is there's obviously more to it and he's got some inner demons um, as really his childhood is probably no worse or no better than most and it's no. seen quite an extreme reaction to what was going on yeah I mean it's certainly for me more noticeable this time I mean I like Emil Hershey's performance, I really do. This is one of the films, I think, or the film that I sort of... I actually think that I'd like to see him in more um, uh, well, bigger budget stuff, etc. Yeah. I know he does a lot of smaller films. But I think that this is a film made stronger by the sum of its supporting cast. Absolutely. I, I thought the whole cast is amazing. Yeah. Um, I really like Vince Vaughn in it. I like Jenna Malone. Um, all of them, I think. I don't think there's a weak member of the cast in there. No, I mean, my standout supporting was, well, actually, I think the two Swedes for me. Oh, they made fantastic. I, I didn't particularly like them this time around. Um, standout supporting co- uh, person for me was Hal Holbrook. Yeah. I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe for uh, his supporting actor uh, yeah. uh, part. And I thought that his performance was obviously quite short. They're all pretty short, mm. uh, but full of emotion. Absolutely yeah. full of emotion. I thought that was great. And I forgot Kirsten Stewart was in it. Yeah. Very young Kirsten Stewart. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought all of them, apart from the Swedes, for Did me, you know, they were I Swedes. think they were hilarious. I think they just added a little bit of comic value into it that wasn't needed. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I, they didn't really, they didn't really feel it this time. So, but I think uh, when we say about emotion, I think emotion is the main thing in this film. Which is for weird me. that you like it. Yeah. Well, the least I... emotional person <laughs> in the world is actually getting emotion out of a film. I know, I have, but you can see it in abundance from all of the cast, and even me with a lack of it can appreciate it. Mm. Don't get me wrong, it's not going to make me drop tear or anything like that, And uh, but I just I appreciate all of the supporting stories yeah. um, and the fact that they do have quite a bit of emotion. They all have their, a part to play. So mm. Yeah, I think it's, as much as you say it's held together with the supporting cast as well, I do think the soundtrack holds it all together as well. I think the soundtrack, oh, the soundtrack is brilliant. absolutely phenomenal and I think every part in every scene works perfectly and you chuck in that supporting cast and Emil Hirsch is the main sort of leader of it. I think it was just, I mean, Sean Penn, I don't know, if was this his debut film? Um, I can't I can't remember actually. But, I can't I mean, remember. If, I don't think I'd done a lot before this. No, yeah. I think if you get that relative, that sort of group, it was amazing what they produced. 
Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to make a badly uh, a, well, a film that looks bad in that sort of scenery, though, anyway, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean it looked it's, amazing, it, didn't it? You'd have, to, you'd have to screw it up really badly to make that part of America look yeah. shit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It looks it looks glorious. and um, But even, like I say, even when they are actually in populated areas, like when he's with Vince Vaughn or whatever, the actual background of the farm and all that mm. still is stunning yeah. um and it makes me want to go outside i've got to be honest i mean it's the sort of film i imagine it makes a lot of people want to do what he done um and just like get out into the wilderness i mean i would except there's loads of walking hunting hatred of my own company and lack of hunting skills but i'd like to do it do you know what i, I mean think you'd last six hours <laughs> yeah i know i know but you can see why it's sort of like you can oh, see appeal, why people yeah. want to do it yeah, yeah it's yeah, amazing appeals it. I, th- I think the idea of it is probably better than the actual reality i think which is what he found but does that not the the cinematography and the score the fact that it is like i say is that and it's all the shots of the open plains etc and the uh, the arctic and the mountains or whatever um do you think that's why people consider it some people consider it to be artsy fartsy oh absolutely yeah because really there's not an awful i mean to say there's not an awful lot of substance to it there is a lot of substance to it but it is all the the long field sort of scenes and the sweeping bit over the corn and the big bits in the over the forest and more bits like that it does come across as arty especially with the low acoustic music yeah um the mix of characters and the emotion bits in there but i, I don't find it overly art. i don't think there's any scenes in there i mean it was two and a half hours long i don't mm-hmm. think there's any scenes in there i would cut out yeah i mean i don't feel the length no. of this whenever i watch it i think and i think that's I don't because think it you does feel look- the length normally mate <laughs> uh, one thing that did stand out for me this time which yeah. i'd sort of forgotten and i really liked uh is the fact that it was narrated by sister and yeah. not someone playing him if you know what i mean yeah. not narrated by him but narrated by sister Lovely and voice, i can't say yeah and i can't say that i'd really noticed it to a point before that but this time i really noticed it um and yeah i thought that was great the way that she uh that she did it rather than anyone else if I you know what I mean. out of everyone as much as i mean I thought she narrated it really well. I thought she had a great voice, but I thought she was the loser in the film, really. Yeah. Because she was sort of like his best mate was really close to him. And then he, I mean, he tried once to call her, but that was as much contact as he gave. That was the point, I think, where I was most angry with him, was not getting in touch with her. Right, If you don't like your parents, fair enough, if they've been pricks. But she had done nothing to wrong him. No, you're right. I I found that a little bit harsh. Yeah. Favourite scene for you? I know my least favourite scene. Okay. Is the break of the fourth wall. Yeah, I know. It's really weird, isn't it? It, to have it, that in. <laughs> it was strange. It, it gets me every time. Yeah, I mean, I again, I can't remember noticing it um, all for like, like I did this time yeah. um, on previous watches because I've seen it a few times. But, yeah, it really did stand out this time. Yeah, it, it irritates me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember where he is when he does it. Even now, uh, I can't he's, remember. He's walking, he's got the apple, isn't he? Oh, right, the yeah, yeah. best apple in the world. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I I personally I like the scenes that are around like Slab City. Okay. Um, they're the ones that really sort of get me when they're just or what he calls him a leather leather tramp or something, and they're just mooching along and they're all sitting there selling the books and doing the bits. Yeah. I just think it had a nice feel to that community, but that that yeah. sort of story was my favourite part of it. Okay. I mean, mine is the city scene. You know, when he okay, goes yeah, into yeah. the city where he's obviously just been away from sort of civilization to a point for a couple of weeks. And 
he couldn't be more out of place. I mean, it only took like a couple of weeks for him to actually not fit into society, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's you what like, we're all going to be like when we come out of self isolation, mate. <laughs> yeah. t- we're literally being encouraged to be as rude as we can to people and give them a oh, word. But once they let you out your house. <laughs> it's going to be like people are going to forget all these social things and it's going to be crossing the road from people. Oh. I've had like two weeks where just haven't had to talk to anyone. It's been absolutely fucking fantastic. I've got to be honest. Um, in, Cause I still stayed off work and, and had my two weeks holiday and it's been absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's my favorite there. And what Emil Hirsch went through for the role, I think we've talked about this recently with other films like The Machinist, etc. because yeah. he lost quite a bit of weight. He did. Yeah. Um, I think it said that he weighed 156 pounds yeah. when he got the part, which yeah. is actually heavier than I am, by the way, really? just so you know. Yeah, just by a few pounds, yeah. 130 pounds throughout the film. And then for for the end, the scenes near the end, when he obviously was starving, um, 115 pounds. Oh, I mean, I'll probably struggle to it that wet. Yeah. <laughs> what, 115 pounds? Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, every time they pulled that belt in, yeah, he, he was looking, especially around his face, he looked a bit gaunt. Yeah, so I mean, he's lost £41. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot for yeah. the role. I mean, um, but it's a decent it, film to do it for, though, isn't it? I suppose so, yeah. I mean, as I said, it's one of those, one of the only films, really, that I know him for. And yeah. I... Uh, and I'd really like to see him in, in quite a bit more. I'm sure it's a choice that he doesn't do bigger films because um, he's a decent actor. Yeah. So. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I obviously like him in The Girl Next Door. Um, but mm-hmm. other than that, I've not got a huge knowledge of his discography. His filmography. filmography. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really say that The Girl Next Door has really got the same appeal as Into the Wild, can you, mate? Anyway, but um, I'll get where you're coming from. Basically, I've got the, of this film is the full circle of realising the person he wanted to be is a person who already was. And it all, almost seems like a, a lot of effort to go to to realise that actually you want to be the person you was before you left and did all this shit. Right. It's kind of a weird paradox, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, have you researched the uh, the real the real guy? No. Christopher McCandless? No, I watched the film, mate. You've not researched him or had no. a look and, and just to see if it was sort of true to... I, I mean, you saw the photo I mean, of him I, at the I end. Sh- I, assume it's, um, I assume it's pretty close to the mark because all of his family was involved in it. You can see photographs of him online other than the one that you've got there. And I think that there is a little bit of... Uh, not disagreement, but they wasn't quite sure what he actually mistook for the weed or the, the root or whatever. But I think uh, when you actually read it, I think it's pretty close to, to what actually happened. I don't know about the supporting cast and what people... Once, once it goes into the wild, it's only up to people to decide what they think might have happened. Obviously, all the padding around it and the bear scene and stuff like that is the moose scene, I assume, he's added in there. I know he had his diary, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, yeah. So I assume they got a decent amount of bits from it. Um, I'm surprised you haven't actually had a look. No, um, I, d- I've, I felt satisfied with what I'd seen in the film, I think. <laughs> I think I've, and I've, you've been busy, haven't you? I've been bit. Well, I think once you read that all the families involved, they put their input into it, you're not really going to get a lot else out of it, are you? No, I suppose not. I suppose not. But yeah, I just, it's one of those... I mean, I don't understand this long game. That that was the bit that confused me the most out of it. No, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know the bloke. I've got to no. be honest. <laughs> Did you not? <laughs> no. I thought he was no. one of your mates. No, no, yeah, no. no I, I, I just... I mean, it's couldn't one of those... stand <laughs> him. Like you say, it's a weird paradox because the film is almost about trying to make him a, or appear as a hero when 
you could see him as quite selfish, but I don't quite see... He seemed to have a great time when he was doing stuff like working with Vince Vaughn and things like that. But so, I think that he always knew, didn't he, that it was just going to be temporary. I think that I think that some people can get the most out of what they're doing just for a moment. Yeah. You know, I, I, think I think he always knew he was moving on. I think what I find hard is to try and comprehend someone. I mean, you put me in a room with a load of people. Quite happily and everyone leaves. Enough. And everyone leaves, yeah. <laughs> he was quite a socially talented guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he made a lot of friends. He picked up acquaintances along the way. He got on well with people, cracked on with all these jobs and bits. And someone that's socially talented then wants to isolate him away. Because he was, he was a likeable guy. Yeah, yeah. He was made out to be, certainly. Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, one of my other scenes, I suppose, I mean, actually, it made me feel a bit uncomfortable just because it was quite raw emotion was when uh, Hal Holbrook's character said that he wanted to adopt him. Mm. Um, I thought that was quite, I mean, it, I mean okay, you, not for you. Not really, but no. <laughs> I just thought it was quite a powerful scene. I didn't, I mean, didn't make me drop tears. Did you cry? I cried at that bit. No, I've probably seen it, it too many times now. I know right, nothing okay. creeps up on me. Right, okay. Um, but there you go, yeah. So, I mean, like I say, I, I just have him down as someone who just made the most out of uh, of everywhere that it went. I don't really know whether the supporting cast, I haven't looked into it that much, did exist in one way, shape or form. I presume people came forward. Um, I mean, perhaps but I, I should have done it before recording the episode, but perhaps I will have a read-up about him and try and find a bit more information. Yeah, I know. okay. would have been nice to prepare before I did the recording, but <laughs> we'll do it been after. Been busy, mate, been yeah, busy. been busy. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I haven't got much more to say about no, it, mate. No, I've just got one of those things. I think we all have elements of Chris, but most of us actually know we have it good. Okay. What's your score? I've got 90. Have you? Mm. Blimey. Okay. It's up there. I mean, I think I used to score it up there. Um, I've got 86 this time. Okay. Uh, one. It's one of my favourite road trip stories made by the supporting cast. Um, and that's what I got out of that. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd probably put it 86, but I think the soundtrack for me just adds on to that i think the whole sort of package that it delivers wax it to a 90 for me there you go right okay um also watched um have you got have you got anything on your also watch list uh i think i've got about 40 mate at 40 yeah something like that have you yeah okay you're ready i'll rattle through them i'll only stop at the ones that are worth mentioning training day 82 sat down with the kids and watched mac and me 40. Yeah, 40. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd, shit, I'd like to say it's an 80, <laughs> but it's a 40, let's be honest. <laughs> saw 2, 25. Who? Saw 3. Uh, sorry, Saw 3. Oh, Saw? Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot how bad that one was. Silence right. of the Lambs, 90. House of a Thousand Corpses, 65. Bit low, but... Free from Hell, 75. Really enjoyed that new one. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. Really I know, uh, I think Mr. Positivity really liked that one. I didn't really go for that one. I prefer the other ones, but there you go. Well, I've got Devil's Rejects on 70. So I've okay. gone, so Hell's of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, Free From Hell in that order. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Train Spotting, 90. Right. Original Cabin Fever, 79. Okay. All about the diseases, isn't it? Wrong Turn, yeah. 65. Uh-huh. Firewall, 70. Fire, firewall? Yeah. Never heard of it's it. It's got Harrison Ford in it. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a bit, it looks a bit diehard. It's weird. Platform. Right. Might get onto that one later, but that's 68. Seven. I've got 90. Ten Things I Hate About You. 80. Easy. Twister. Right. Mate, I love Twister. 85. Okay. Um, Contagion. Scary, that, wasn't it? Right. Wasn't it? Scary. 76. Okay. Creed 2, 65. Shutter Island, 88. Insidious, 40. The Condemned, 70. Truth or Dare. 67, I didn't mind that one, that was all right. Really? Oh, okay. Um, Purge Anarchy, 65. 
Green Street 72, Requiem for Adrena 80, Super Size Me 2. Seen that one? No. You might like that one. 65. Swim uh, Fan. Uh, right. 60. Rise of the Foot Soldiers 3. I think off the, off the back of, yeah. Off, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it? Well, it's watchable, isn't it? I've got 55 on that. <laughs> Roadkill 55. Fracture 60. The Iceman 45. Quarantine first what time watch? That was 70. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. 90 again. Hole 78. Now and then 65. The Business 85. Cardboard Gangster. You seen that one? No. Oh, it's a, like an Irish film on Netflix. Right. Got 78 on that one. Right. Um, I know we're not TV drone, but I did watch Tiger King series. Did you? Oh, Any good? Mate, mental. <laughs> mental. I've seen a bit of it. Oh, I've seen it. Cool, Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, just to remind everyone, their scores out of 100, yeah. obviously. So, right, okay, I've got some. I've got Zombieland Double Tap, right. slightly down, 75. Really? Contagion, topical, 68. Richard Jewell, good tale, 73. You might like that. Mm. I think you might like yeah. that one. City Rats, borrowed it off you, appalling, it's 11. Bad, isn't it? Money Pit, Mild Fun, 67. Lucky Number Slevin, you said that you'd never seen it. No. I actually borrowed it off you. You actually own it with Josh Hartnett. Entertaining, 70. Lockstock is the best Richie, that's 90. Miss Congeniality is the best Bullock, 77. <laughs> Fallen, <laughs> great premise, 69. Adventures in Babysitting, not as fun as the WTM episode about it. 60. Bloodshot, we rented it and treated it as a cinema trip, cost us 14 quid. Terrible, 44. What one's that the jet one? Vin Diesel, bought it out of VOD. No, we were going to go into cinema and see it before yeah. we went away, but it got cancelled. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we watched it. Oh, Fucking dear. shit. Uh, the Gentleman, it's gone up, 86. Her Smell, success, well, I'm not going to say too much about that, 71. Poseidon, Action Fix, 66. Midway, Action Good, Acting Bad, 55. Unforgiven, Stunning, 84. Anchorman, Ha 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 All The Way, 86. Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Childhood Revisited, 72. Haunt, OK Horror, 63. One Cut of the Dead, Great Idea, Low Budget, 80. You might like that one, actually. Four, Creature Feature, 57. Terrified, CAC, 20. Vivarium, shot to fuck, 74. Farming, could have been better, 63. Colour out of space, cage rage, 74. Underwater, disappointing, 50. 1917, slightly down, 71. Lost Soul, The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau was interesting, 72. The Lighthouse, still as great, 85. And Countdown, Missed Opportunity, 55. Okay. I know they said that your app, the film is probably less entertaining than your constant messages about how long you've got to live. Really? Yeah, very much. I'm glad to be of service. (laughs) But there you go. So I have got basically 30 30 films. Good idea, mate. So there you go then, mate. So, yeah, that was good being off. I enjoyed that, 30 films. Um, I I think we've had some good ones and some bad ones. There's some interesting ones in there that might be able to move around. You mean there's a Nicolas Cage one that I've seen that you haven't seen? I've got a few in there. Excellent. Right. So, okay, do you want to move on to the next section? Quickly. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Homework. 
There we go. Right, so this is a section where we give each other films that we like, the other one hasn't seen, on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me, mate? I gave you a film that's currently 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb as an action-adventure rom-com thriller, a 12A, 1 hour, 52 minutes, with a synopsis of a new clue to the whereabouts of a lost treasure rekindled a married couple's sense of adventure and their estranged romance. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson and Donald Sutherland with a $70 million budget, grossing 111. This was 2008's Fool's Gold. It was indeed. I yeah. watched it while I was away. Um, loved every it's second a sort of, of it, film- didn't you? <laughs> well, if you wait, um, it's the sort of the film that we were crying out for. Bit of light relief under the circumstances. It was a bit dodgy when we got there. They started to close campsites. We felt like we shouldn't be there. We had to try and plan coming back, etc., etc. A little bit disappointed. A little cool. bit. I think it might have suffered due to the circumstance and situation, to be honest. And I expected it to be, well, let's put it this way. It wasn't overboard, was it? With Goldie Hawn. No, you're right. And, That's a positive no, thing. Isn't and Kurt it? Russell. Not really, no. I quite, I quite find that quite funny. And it felt like, for me, I expected like a an up-to-date version of that. I think that that's what it was trying to be. I, I, I don't know. I thought that they were trying to be the Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell of the, the modern generation. I don't know. It was all okay. It looked okay. The acting was okay. The story was okay. The villains were all a bit weird. He was a rap bloke, wasn't he? Rap, like yeah. a rapper thing. Yeah. It was all a bit weird with the, with, with the villains. I couldn't quite understand why he had to be a rapper. Um, and I just found it that a little bit weird. Ray Winston was wasted, I think, mate. And it was just, yeah, I don't know, it was just, you know, when you're just sitting there, you just think this is going to be like a, a fun For sort 70 of thing. million. Is that what, how much it cost? Yeah, 70 million. Oh, did they buy the island? I don't know, man. I'm trying to. I, I mean, I really like it, but for seventy million, I'd have expected quite a bit more. Yeah, that was. I mean, they must have bought the yacht. <laughs> you the have thought so, yeah. I mean, I thought that the uh, the old bloke's um, daughter was a bit annoying. Yeah, a little bit annoying. Granted. I, I mean, I didn't mind him. I mean, I didn't mind some of the characters, and it's one of those where it made me wish that I'd watch something like National Treasure again. Oh. Because I wanted a bit of mystery, do you know what I mean? I wanted like a bit of problem, so I wanted like clues to find and stuff. And I know that they they had them, but it didn't for once make me feel like they were really searching for them. It didn't seem to be any sort of treasure, a proper treasure hunt to me. And I think it might have been the fact that they were all in, that they were basically in one location. They weren't going around. You know, you get that good bit where you travel around to different yeah. places um, and you didn't really get that. I'm not a great fan of Kate Hudson, to be honest. Um, although Matthew Mahonahay, he was good. Uh, he, he was as good as ever. He yeah. plays, seems to play all of his characters to his best. Uh, yeah. And I think he fits every character that he does. He's not typecasting any, is he? No, no. He plays loads of different ones, and I think he does it all really, really well. Really do like him. And, yeah, I just think it was a bit disappointing. I thought the plot was a bit weak, and the conclusion was no exception. I think I just wanted something slightly more entertaining in the situation that I was in. So I've got everything was just okay, but the circumstances made me a bit disappointed. Mm. Um, 55 Okay. Sorry about that. Bit tight. It just it just didn't float my boat. Bit tight. 
Yeah, sorry about that, no, mate. Right. I gave you a 1995 film directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Sharon Stone, Joe Pesky, Don Rickles, Kevin Pollack, James Woods, running time of 178 minutes with a budget of 40 to 50 million. $116.1 million taken at a box office, 8.2 on IMDb, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a tale of greed, deception, money, power and murder occur between two best friends. A mafia enforcer and a casino executive compete against each other over a gambling empire and over a fast-living and fast-loving socialite. Unbelievably, you've not seen all of it. This is 1995's Casino. Mm. Watched it. Did you? I all, mean, you found six time hours to do it. Yeah, you found time to do yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Let's get the comparison out of the way first. Okay. It's always going to go on it. Yeah. I still prefer Goodfellas. Okay. Well, as I uh, prefer, I know this you, one. you say you prefer Casino, yeah. but I'm wondering whether that's more on the fact of how many times I've seen Goodfellas and the affinity with the characters than whether it is rather than a resemblance on the quality of Casino. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's just I watch Goodfellas and it feels like a, a familiar surrounding. This was all new. Whether right. I watched it more and more, whether it's sort of a lock stock um, snatch esque type thing. Yeah, lock stock's the best one. So you say. Okay. Um, but depends on what day I watch it. I'll, I'll agree and disagree. Okay. Um, I mean, quite honestly, Joe Pesci scared the shit out of me. He's brilliant in this, isn't he? He is. Fucking psycho. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like he's like a dry leaf on a hot sunny day laying on matches covered in petrol. <laughs> he's literally just waiting to explode at any time. Did you make that up? Yeah. Was that good? Did you? Not really, no, no. but it's carry on, carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he is. So he, he's a, I, suppose, I don't know whether he's had anything to do with Goodfellas at all because this was almost like this is a level up, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, the good fellas are, like, scrabbling around in the dirt, like, local gangsters, and these are, like, top, high-end control of Las Vegas gangsters, the real shit, yeah. I suppose. And it was, I suppose it's a, a good one to watch in tandem with it, although I don't, I know it's a Scorsese film, but whether or not they had anything to do with each other, whether they were supposed to be watched like that, or they was totally different entities, I mean, as similarities are, are definitely there, yeah. um, especially with the cast and bits like that. But it shows what a genius Scorsese is. Okay. Just in delivering what he does. Yeah. I mean, it, to get the best out of all the... Oh, they're all great actors, but, I mean, they were freaking scary. They yeah, just you're right. Nutcakes. <laughs> and it all, it almost surprised me with films like this. And they're all the bloody same. They always get into the drugs. And it was the same as Goodfellas. It's the same as Casino. I can't think what I was watching last... Oh, uh, The Business the other night. They get this onto this good thing, and then they just get greedier and greedier and greedier, and people want more and more out of it, and then it just turns so volatile, they'll end up either killing each other or it all goes to shits and they get arrested. I don't know why people just can't enjoy their drug money while they got it. <laughs> you know, when I, when I become a drug lord, right. I'm just, just going to keep it at so many keys a week, just keep, just keep the mortgages paid off, you know what I mean? I don't understand the greed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, some of the scenes in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the head in the vice scene. It's good. Isn't it? <laughs> it, it's, it's just terrifying. You can actually imagine this shit going on, and it is just. I mean, I'm not a huge Sharon Stone fan either. 
Um, I thought she was great. I don't know why I hadn't sat down and watched it. No idea, because it gripped me pretty much as soon as I started watching it. I just sat down and watched the whole thing. And I will do again and again, I'm sure. And although it is, it's long... But it's not excessive. It it's definitely one. Some like you know, like um, Irishman. You were sitting there thinking, "Come on, this yeah, yeah, yeah. this really does just keep going. It doesn't stop. It doesn't amble. There's no lag in it." Um, I thought it's it almost cool. like um, it's almost like we just talked about Into the Wild being two and a half hours long, and it's just some what there you get those odd films that you you have an affinity for that you just don't mind the length you just yeah. don't notice the length do you yeah, absolutely and I've, i found that with this although there's no denying the length is there i didn't i won't think at any point come on yeah uh, so, like the irishman at points i was just sitting there thinking i'll oh, just get to the point get to the point get to the point and this had many points all the way through um i really enjoyed it mate okay what about the uh, my favorite scene the baseball bat scene it's just all brutal it's just nuts mate Imagine having to, like, I would just put yourself in that situation just for a second. Yeah. It's fucking mental watching someone beat your brother to death with a baseball bat and knowing you're going to get next. Love it. Love it. I mean, the, the fear in the eyes is another one that's just well acted. It's not just the the violence and the viciousness that's acted really well. It's, it's the them final moments as, and all them bits as well that they really acted well. Agreed. I love it. But yeah, I've got 86. Have you? Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it would climb. But like yeah, I, say, I didn't I, expect much less than that, to be honest. No, I, I think, like I say, I think with the more watches, it'll I'll get a more of an affinity with the characters, same as Goodfellas, and I'm sure it'll climb. Excellent. Right, so what have you got for me next week, mate? Got you a weird one, mate. It's dubbed. Right, okay. Weird, weird. Sat down and watched it. I thought it might be something you're interested in. Right, so I've got you a film that's currently 7.0 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, one hour, 34 minutes long, billed as a horror sci-fi thriller. Um, this is a Spanish film, and the synopsis is a vertical prison with one cell per level, two people per cell, only one food platform and two minutes per day to feed them from up to down, and an endless nightmare trapped in the hole. It stars Ivan Masaji, Zorian Equilor, and Antonio San Juan. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I ain't got a clue whether any of those are right, mate. No budgets or gross for it, but it's 2019's The Platform. I was going to look at that on Netflix, on but Netflix, uh, got around to it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on there. Okay, interesting. Mm. Right, so I've got you another weird film, actually. Uh, this is one I watched recently. This is a 2018 film directed by Alex Ross Perry, starring Elizabeth Moss, Carla Delevingne, Dan Stevens, Agnes Dean, Gail Rankin, Ashley Benson, Dylan Guayla, Virginia Madsen, and Anne. Amber Heard, 6.2 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. We have a running time of 135 minutes. Sorry about that, mate. Um, no budget, but I've got box office of $260,000. With a synopsis of a self-destructive punk rocker struggles with sobriety whilst trying to recapture the creative inspiration that led her band to success. I'm giving you 2018's Her Smell. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it was one that I watched. Uh, I mean, I know you like your music ones, yeah. so I thought I'd give it a go. Um, there is, I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I tried to stop saying it. I had some no- a note written down that I'd written down before I, I thought about giving it to you. There's something to do with the sound editing, which uh, it's. Uh, I will see whether you whether you uh, pick up on it or not. Okay. But yeah, it's her smell. Cool. You, Elizabeth Moss. Interesting. Okay. 
Right, there we go. So, um, next week's main. Yes. Right, so we uh, had a suggestion from someone. Yes. Um, because obviously we can't go to the cinema. There are sort of things coming out on Netflix. Um, for, I think there's something at the end of April with Chris Hemsworth. Maybe we'll do something like that if it yeah. comes up. But we've seen most of the ones that are coming out on VOD, haven't we, yeah. as well? So, Sophie uh, gave us uh, not an idea, probably an ultimatum coming from Sophie, yeah. is that she wanted to be able to choose what we did next week absolutely so we've decided to do a little few weeks where we do uh, audience asks mm. something along that lines um and sophie's first so we go through the girls first i think yeah. and we let the girls choose so sophie chose what did she choose the man on the moon the man on the moon surprisingly yeah. really surprisingly um surprising that she's chosen an adults film to be honest i think she was toying with choosing the little mermaid so you vetoed that I know I'm going to score it for her now yeah. um, before um, before seeing it. Yeah. Four out of a hundred. Right. Okay. So for Little Mermaid, so that's yeah. four that's out of a hundred. Little crab dude, is it? Yeah, four out of four out of a hundred for the Little Mermaid yeah. from here. So we'll see if I find uh, what. What would you give the Little Mermaid? Four and a half. Four and a half out of a hundred. Okay, no, so that's I'd, good. I'd, I'd probably go for a seventy on that, mate. I like it. Well, have you seen it? Yeah, of course I've seen uh, it. Okay. No, well, I haven't. It's I might even be able to uh, knock out a bit of Sebastian. Yeah, the impressions. Really? Okay, maybe do that for yeah. Sophie next week yeah. as well. Excellent. Maybe you can do um, Jim Carrey's Andy Kaufman from Man on the Moon yeah. and Sebastian next week. Okay, I'll have a try look. that. Perfect. So yeah, we're going to do Man on the Moon. It's something I. It's going to be a first watch for me. It's something that I really wanted to. to see. Yeah. So that'd be good. Mm. Excellent. Thanks for that, Sophie. And we shall be in contact with some other people to choose some films for us as well. Yes. So after all that, mate, uh, how can people contact us on social media? They can get us through Instagram or Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail dot com. They can indeed. Well, mate, it's been a bit weird. It's Hopefully, strange, mate. I've just sat here panicking, looking at this computer all the time. I'm looking at okay. these little blue lines. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just, I'm shitting myself. Basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's all going to go wrong, isn't it? Well, maybe if this one goes right, maybe we'll loosen up a little bit for next time because yeah. it's been a little bit weird. It's a little bit of lag, obviously, Skype lag. We haven't got used to it. We know that it's not going to sound great. My audio is probably not going to sound great. But you know what? It's been fun getting back into it. Mm. Hopefully, people will um, bear with us until we can actually get together again yeah. and basically stick with the everything that i've just explained that's gonna completely ruin their um listening experience yeah. but there you go Terrific. we'll try we'll try and get better it's at it bad we know yeah it is so what are you up to mate this weekend anyone um i don't honestly know mate Stay in. <laughs> yeah no actually i think we're gonna have a date night oh yeah yeah we said okay. either sunday night or monday night we need get dressed in like right. proper clothes i'm gonna do my <laughs> hair and everything might even brush my teeth and we're going to have a nice dinner, some candles, oh. nice film. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually dress up like we're going out. All oh, right, lovely. Get, get lovely. my nice clothes out. You wasn't joking at me, you said you haven't got dressed. Well, I've been working and digging trenches and stuff, so I've just been in like shitty work clothes. But oh, yeah, right. we go for a walk most nights. I just wear what I've been wearing during the day, come back Good and have God. a shower. Ew. Well, no one's going to see me, are they? Oh, I didn't bother to do it. You want to see me hair, mate? I'm gonna have. I've been wearing an Alice band and everything to try and keep it out of my eyes. Ridiculous. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I'm at work tomorrow. Just oh, yeah. so you know, key oh, work. Stay safe. Yeah. 
keeping the country going yeah. and all that. So, I mean, I'm not saving lives. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a paramedic. I mean, people still need their safe and parsley, mate. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But there you go. Sounds right, okay. to me. <laughs> so, like I say, hopefully this uh, this sounds okay. Adequate Maybe. for a pandemic. Yes. So, there you go. Right then, mate. So, I'm going to leave you there. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed. Go, right. go for it. Okay. I'm going to panically try and stop this, save it, okay. get it somewhere safe, check okay. it that it might be all right. Okay, mate. So, um, yeah, do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Here, mate, I don't know if you know, but I've got the memory of an elephant. Right, okay. Yeah, it's one time I went to the zoo and I saw an elephant. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let you, I'll give you two secs to get it. It's just, I just can't believe that you've spent three weeks and that's the one that you've come up with. brilliant. Do you reckon? That's brilliant. Fucking shit. Just give us, okay. give us a text when you get it. I've got it. <laughs> I just think it's shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you're wrong. That was great. Okay. All right. Fuck off then. All right. All right. See ya. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>